Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Dean Graziosi, author of Millionaire Success Habits. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Harder, founder and host of the hit podcast, For the Love of Money, where we believe that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, this is Carrie Kasem. And if you want to blow up your networking. And if you want to learn the habits that create great relationships. And if you want to get your money mindset right. You should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network. My good friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another compilation episode here on the Build Your Network podcast. We're currently in the middle of a series about mentorship and masterminds, and I cannot wait to share all of the awesome content in today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show, obviously, especially in these segments here. So if this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does, uh, why you should join one, different things like that, you are definitely going to want to check out my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons, and it's 100% free. So there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course and start today. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another topic episode here on the Build Your Network podcast. 
This is part number five in this awesome series on who you know or what you know, which one is more important, which has really become kind of the staple question. The only question that I've asked every guest that's been on the show is this question. And so uh, this series is kind of going through and giving all the answers. Maybe you'll be convinced one way or the other, maybe not. But uh, you'll have to listen to find out. So today we are featuring three amazing guests, which by the way, every time you hear one of these topic or compilation episodes and you're uh, really resonating with one of the guests that's talking, remember that they have an entire full length feature interview on the show in a previous episode. So if you like what somebody's saying and you wish that you could hear more from that person, don't just wish, just go search on my site and look for um, some of these other people that, that are on these topic episodes because they have a full interview here on the show. So today is going to be uh, with Dean Graziosi, who is an expert real estate investor and marketer, Kerry Kasem, a radio personality and UFC host, and then we have Chris Harder, who is a network marketing leader, professional, and then a personal branding expert, podcaster himself. All three different areas of expertise, all three amazing insights to learn from, and I can't wait to get into all that with you. But before we get into that, you listen to the show for a reason. However you heard about it, whether it was a Google search, iTunes search, just a share on social media, one-on-one convo with me, something about the title Build Your Network resonated with you. It means that you're like me. You realize that the single most important factor that contributes to your success is your network. Well, after years of learning, growing, testing, implementing, I'm finally putting together an all-encompassing online training called Explode Your Network. It is my complete framework, A to Z, guaranteed to exponentially grow your connections, level up your inner circle, and shorten your runway to success without annoying all of your contacts or printing a single business card. Look, this is everything I know about networking connection all in one place. Everything that I've done in the last couple of years to build this podcast and to get as many guests that I could here on the show. Like all of it is here in this training. And I'm currently looking for a test group of about 30 people to get in at half price, which is less than 150 bucks. So less than 150 bucks before it launches the next few weeks, you can learn everything that I know about networking. If any piece of content that I've ever released has added value to you at all, then please stop procrastinating, take control of your success and head over to travischapel.com explode to start investing for less than $150. Start investing into what we both know to be the most important aspect of your career, which is your network. And now here is who or what part number five with Dean Graziosi, Carrie Kasem and Chris Harder. How have you gone about creating relationships with people of influence like them? And how do you suggest other people do that? Yeah, great question. Reciprocity, reciprocity and don't keep score. Like mm. we're in a world where it's like, I'll do something for you, man. If you do something for me, I'll do your podcast, but how big's your list? What can you do for me? How many books can we push? Like if you put out in the world, good intention, do for somebody first, expecting nothing in return. Maybe the person you do it for takes advantage of you and gives you nothing and you don't get to network. You don't get to do business, but all of a sudden you're standing there and someone taps on your shoulder and a deal comes out of nowhere. And you're like, I wonder where that came from. It's because the law of the universe, yeah. reciprocity is giving helping with expecting nothing in return, but it always comes back. I'll give you an example. Tony Robbins. Tony changed my life 15 years ago through books and tapes and audios with great impact on my life. About seven years ago, my buddy, Joe Polish and Tony are friends. I'm, we're flying on a plane. I said, Hey man, I want to meet Tony. It's time. So he does a quick video, introduces us. Tony says, yeah, come on out. Let's meet. So I go to Chicago, have lunch with Tony. I go to UPW is unleash the power within. We rock the house. It was amazing. And I leave and I noticed something with Tony's business. When you leave one of his events, 
I noticed that you weren't getting like follow-up emails. Like Tony gives you the freaking juice, man. You're all lit up. You want more of it. And I wasn't getting any emails and that's a follow-up sequence. And mm -hmm. in a marketing world, it's like, I sell you a course, you come to one of my events and I just want you to use it. I want you to stay motivated. I want to help change your life. Tony's whole mission on this earth is to change people's lives. So I had this idea and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I took my team. I built a whole follow-up sequence. I, I wrote all the emails. I filmed videos as if I was Tony on what I would suggest to do. Tony gave it to his team. He lost his mind. I mean, we had hours and hours and hours in this. Then I sat, he brought his whole team. We sat around a conference table of 20 people. I shared all of them, the art of reciprocity and how to bond with your clients more. Tony got done. I'll put it this way. When he was done, he emailed me a picture of his black card, his black American express and said, dude, you made me millions with what you did. And I get to change more people's lives. Charge me whatever you want. Now, of course hmm. I didn't charge him a dime, right? but I did for, and I looked for nothing in return. You know why I wanted to do it? is because Tony changed my life seven years ago with the tapes and books that I bought. And I was just giving back to him. He gave so much to the world. He's given so much to so many people. It was my honor. It was my privilege. I wasn't looking for anything. I didn't ask him. I didn't take that money. I didn't take a deal. I never asked him to do anything for me. And since that day, Tony and I have been best friends. I talk to Tony every single week of my life. Anything we do, to, we meet wherever we can. He just called me and said, let's meet in Australia and play squash. And then we'll speak on one of his events. Like, I built that relationship. A lot of people want it, but I didn't go in just looking for something. Have we made millions of dollars together since then? Yes. I'll give you another one. Ariana Huffington, who started Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She started it in her 60s and sold it for 315 million bucks and still owns 50% of it. In her 60s, everybody told her she was insane. So Ariana Huffington, I wanted to pick her brain. Like, wouldn't you want to sit down and talk to Ariana Huffington? Of course. <laughs> so when her, when her book Thrive came out, now, I'm not saying if you don't have money, you can just do something. But when her book Thrive came out, I made sure I got connected with her and I bought $25,000 worth of her books to help her on the New York Times bestseller list. I bought it, never asked for anything. And one day she's like, oh my God, you're so sweet. How come you did that? I said, because you've done amazing things for the world. And I just thought I'd help out. She goes, what can I do? I said, how about an interview? I sat down and got an interview, got to ask her every question I wanted. And I can call Ariana anytime I want. She's helped me out on so many things. And the list goes on. I did the same thing for Richard Branson. I wanted to meet Richard Branson Me and Joe Polish. We went around to a bunch of entrepreneurs and raised a million dollars for Virgin Unite. And we ended up spending a week on Richard Branson's island with just him. I ended up, I got to sail around the island. Richard Branson's still in my phone to this day because I reached out and did something for his charity first. doesn't matter what level. It could be opening a door it could be cleaning out someone's garage, as simple as that, or it could be solving a problem for someone else, not looking for anything in return. And you know, you might do something for three people and they're jackasses and they don't give anything back. It's okay. The universe will reward you in ways that you could never imagine. So you want to network, know the art of reciprocity. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed, if you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a 
a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent Fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at Indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This is some next level networking stuff right here. Everybody listening should be taking some avid, avid notes right now because literally everything that Dean is talking about right now is everything that I try to teach, but just on a massive scale with massive influencers who have massive impact and influence. And all of that is totally possible. So that's the biggest thing is we take this all the way back to the beginning of the conversation now, Dean, and say, look, it all starts with mindset. Like you didn't have this idea of like, man, it'd be so cool to meet Tony Robbins. But anyway, and then keep talking about whatever you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. It was like, it'd be so cool to meet Tony Robbins. Hey, Joe, make an intro. Like, let me try to meet this guy. Then when you meet yeah. him, you weren't in this like phase of what, can, what I get? can I get out of this? Like, what can I learn from this? How can I make money off of this? What can I partner on with him? No, no, no. It was in a situation where it's like, how can I add value to somebody who's given me so much? And that by itself, those two mental shifts by changing your thought process from it's impossible to how can it be done? And then changing your thought process from what can I get to how can I give? Wow. Those two just fundamental pivots are so, so, so crucial. So Dean, last question here on networking, and we'll move into this last segment of the interview here. This is a question I ask every single person that comes on the show. Yeah. I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about it. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? For me, it's what? I know you're about networking and I believe that, but I think that the who, in my opinion, the who won't come unless you know the what. Hmm. Because if you network without true, I mean, I wrote a book, Millionaire Success Habits. If you don't have the right success habits, if you don't have your core values aligned, you could do all the right. You could build the reciprocity. You could do something for someone else. You can get to the right party. You can have the perfect suit on. You could say the right words and the relationship will fall apart if you're not talking the same language as that person. Everybody that's successful has a gazillion people trying to reach out to them. I get a thousand messages a day, a thousand every single day. It's like, Hey, we should do this. We should do that. It's like, how do you disseminate all that stuff? It's yeah. the people that I feel that have the wisdom that understand their values. They understand what their mission is. And listen, I just hired in the last five weeks, I've hired a bunch of kids under 22 years old working on my team because I see their values. I see where they're going. They got through me through Instagram, going to my team, like, Hey man, this, this kid seems like he's got his together. You should look at his bio. You should, we should hear him out because they knew the what they read all my books. They read other people's books. They had the core, they had the success habits. And then you should do everything that you teach everybody to do. Once you have that, and you don't need a hundred years experience. You just need to figure your stuff out. Yeah. Once you have that, then when you get the connection, guess what? You keep it. I can still call Tony any minute, Ariana Huffington, Richard Branson, and a hundred other people. I could make that call today and still get results. Not because I met him, it's because I knew when I met him, I had the what. So that's my opinion. 
Yeah, totally. And that's why I asked that question that way, because I've found that, I mean, I've interviewed now like over 130 people on the show. Awesome. And when I first started asking that question, I thought it was just a tee up to the conversation, right? I was just like, here's a quick lob, knock it out of the park. We'll talk about networking the rest of the show. And it was interesting is that I started getting different answers for that question. So now yeah. it's like the question I really like, I enjoy hearing great what question. people's feedback is on that because I always was just like, oh yeah, everybody's going to say who, and then we'll talk about networking, right? <laughs> so now it's like something I asked like towards the end of the interview, because yeah. it's just like, everybody is a different perspective on it. I do love what you said though about how you just hired a bunch of 22-year-olds because I think that some people wait too long to try to network because they're too focused on the what, meaning that they don't give themselves enough credit to go out and meet people that they want to meet. And just, um, you know, so, one of them is 17. Yeah, so there you go. Perfect example. Like, he's a badass. Yeah, so obviously this kid hasn't gone out and made like $10 million and he's not probably not a New York Times bestselling author or, or like any of that no, stuff. No, he, he still has pimples on his face. Yeah, but he's super <laughs> ambitious and he's got competence, right? So yep. to me, the competency is like the most important thing is like if you're competent and you know your stuff and that kind of a thing, like then you have permission to go meet these people now. So yep. go do it. Don't use the fact that you're not a millionaire yet hold you back from like going out and meeting some people that you really want to meet because they could probably help you get to that point. Absolutely. Anyway. This episode of the show is brought to you by Care Of. You guys know that I don't accept a lot of sponsorships on the show because I only want ones that I actually think can benefit you all. And this is one of them. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Give yourself an extra boost this season, whether you're looking for more energy, better sleep to maintain stress or something else to help you feel your healthiest. And if you're asking yourself, how will I know what vitamins I actually need? Well, that's a great question to ask yourself because 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. 90 percent. So find out where you're lacking with Care Of's really fun and easy online quiz and get back on track to reaching your specific health goals. Plus, they make it all really easy and convenient. You're going to get your personalized Care Of subscription box uh, sent directly to your door every single month with personalized daily packs, which is great for super busy people like all of us. And if that weren't enough, a portion of every single sale goes toward the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with prenatal vitamins. So for 50% off of your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter code Travis50 at checkout. So again, that's takecareof.com com and enter code Travis50 at checkout for 50% off your first month. Well, Carrie, this is Build Your Network podcast where we talk a lot about how to network and how to build relationships and all that kind of stuff. And that was a fantastic story. The big thing that you talked about at 10X GrowthCon that really made me want to get you on my show specifically since it's about networking is the story that you told about getting a job at the UFC working with Dana White. Can you elaborate on that story for listeners? Of course. When I grew up, I did Kempo Karate for a little bit. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. I did not enjoy it. My sister became a purple belt. My brother was great. I was not there. But I took a little bit of, you know, martial arts as a kid. And I remember, gosh, was this 2004 dating this guy who was so into MMA and so into the UFC. I had never seen a UFC fight. And he showed me a lot. And he's like, let's go to a fight. So we go to this fight. We're in the Mandalay Bay where I spoke, which is crazy. And we're, we're there and we're about halfway up and I'm watching the fight. And I think it was a big John McCarthy and there was the fighters and you know everything going on. But that was great. But I kept looking 
at the blonde, this gorgeous blonde that was doing all the interviews in the crowd and doing the post-fight interviews and just watching her. And I remember turning to the guy that I was with, the guy I was dating, and I said, you know, I could do a better job than this girl that they have. And he looks at me and he says, oh, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> do Lisa Durgan's job, you know, um, get Lisa Durgan's job. And that just, it fueled every, it just, the fire went off. And like, you know that bitmoji where there's like fire everywhere? That yep, was me. Yep. You know? And I, the whole time that I was there, I kept thinking, how do I do this? How am I going to get that job? What am I going to do? And it was, it was, I got very excited because I was going to do everything I could to work for the UFC at that point. I knew it. So I get home. I figure out who I need to write and who I need to send my reel to and my resume. And it was a man named Dana White and Zufa Productions. So I did that. I wrote a letter. I, I put my reel in. I you know put a resume in a nice cover letter and I sent it off. And meanwhile, I'm watching old UFC fights. I'm learning everything I can about MMA. I actually started to take jujitsu, not because I wanted to fight, but because I wanted to know the holds and, and be able to call things and be able to understand the fighting. And I didn't hear from him for a few months. I did it again. I wrote a letter, my reel, everything, sent it off. A few weeks go by, nothing. So I decided I was going to pick up the phone and call. <laughs> Lo and behold, I actually get Dana White on the phone. And I say, hey, it's Kerry Kasem. I've sent you, you know, my reel, my resume. I'd love to work for you guys. And he says, oh, you know, I have it sitting here on my desk. I said, great. <laughs> Anything? <laughs> and you know, he said, we're not hired right now. But, you know, I'll take a look at it. And if we're looking to hire somebody, I'll let you know. And before Lisa Durgan, I think she was a playmate, was Carmen Electra. You know, I didn't have the, you know, I wasn't this tall, gorgeous, you know, blonde, <laughs> I wasn't Carmen Electra either. So I'm thinking, well, <laughs> I'm cute. <laughs> you know, I'm a great host. That's what I have. Above. I'm a really good host. So I just said, well, what am I going to do now? I'm going to get myself in front of this Dana White. And I bought myself a ticket to the UFC, flew out to Vegas. And I heard about an after party everybody was going to. So I head there and I actually tapped the bouncer and I'm like, hey, I don't know what Dana White looks like. Um, <laughs> he is, you know, he and the guy said, absolutely. And I'll let you know when he walks in. A few minutes later, he taps and he's like, that's Dana White. I run over to him. Dana, Carrie Kasem. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. I want to work for you. I'm not a stalker. <laughs> oh, man. He was really cool. He's like, look, you know, you're, I love your persistence. It's just, you know, we're not hiring. You want to come in for the party. And that was cool. So then I thought, okay, what next? What do I need to do next? And before I did my next action, I got a call from Dana. I said, hey, I'm going to be in Los Angeles with a couple of the fighters. We're going to do this morning news show. You want to come and hang out? Okay, is there anything you need? Can I bring you anything? Whatever you need. He's like, no, just, just come out and, and meet us. So I did. I met them at this morning show and I walk in and the two biggest fighters in the world at that time are there, and especially the world of MMA, which was Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture. You know, it's like wow. wow. And at this point, I knew enough about MMA to really hold a conversation. Mm. And I held my own with these guys and with Dana, and I'm like, I'm in. This is awesome. And they invite me to dinner that night with it was it was Chuck and, and Randy and Dana and Joe Silva and Joe Rogan and a couple of the PR guys. And we have this great dinner and nothing. I don't hear anything. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, I met Joe Silva, who's like Dana White's right-hand man. I'm going to give him a call. And we end up, I love this guy. He's the nicest man. And we end up talking for a while. And for some reason, he mentions 
that Dana White is addicted to black chapstick. Black chapstick. I'm really going with black chapstick. I've never heard of the <laughs> original, like black chapstick. The, the rapper is black. I'm like, oh. And for some reason, this creative like light bulb goes off. And I said, okay, I have got to send Dana White black chapstick. And not only did I send him some, I sent him a year's supply, maybe more. I mean, it was a huge box. And each container had like, you know, a hundred in them. And I just, I sent him this massive box of black chapstick, wrapped it up real nice, wrote another letter, shipped it off. And a few days later, he calls me back and he said, you know, I've never had anybody be so persistent, so creative and innovative. And he said, how would you like to host a DVD called Ultimate Knockout? So I wasn't going to use a host on it, but I'll give you a shot. You can see, we can see what you can do. And I said, great, I'll do it. I'm there when, and I do it. It actually ended up on Spike TV and I did a few other ultimate knockouts for them. But a few months after that, he calls me up and said, how would you like to host your first UFC fight? I did it. <laughs> Within less than a year, I had Lisa Durgan's job, you know? So F you, X. You know, <laughs> called me and asked for tickets and wanted to meet the fighters. <laughs> no, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Man, I just love so much about that story, Carrie. And that's why I wanted you to share that on the show. Because I think, like I was telling you a little bit before we hit the record button, I think persistence is so underrated nowadays. And I think that too many people give up so quickly on they'll they'll it's so funny because you'll sit down with them and they'll be like, Oh, this is my dream. This is what I want to happen. Like this is what I would do anything for. And then somebody says no and it's like, Well, I tried. <laughs> and then it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought that this was like your thing. Like, I thought that you wanted this. Like, do you actually want this? What's the deal here? Why do you think that so many people give up so quickly? I always had a dad that told me I could do anything that, you know, and I had a dad who was persistent and who went against the norm and who fought for things, like I said, that were more popular at the time that protested that. So I learned a lot from him and somebody tells, you, no, it's, just one wall you got to go, you know, when you're training for whatever it may be, some intense, you know, like tough mutter or the military, or whatever, there's a wall there, right? That's telling you no. If you just stop there and turn around and <laughs> you're not going to win the race, you're not going to get in the military, you're not going to, you know what I mean? You right. got to get over that first hurdle. That's your first no, yeah. right? So then you're going to have other hurdles that are going to look different, that are going to act different, that are going to be different. You just have to find a creative way to get around it, under it, above it, whatever. Just get through it. That's a no to me. It's a fun, like mental course that you just got to get through. It's a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a puzzle and you got to figure it out. It's a game. It's a life game. You're going to hear no's. You're going to hear you can't. You're going to hear you don't look right. You're going to hear. So what? I don't consider that. Those are considerations of other people. That's not where I'm going. That's how I look at it now. When you were first talking with Dana White and you got multiple no's from him. This is something that I've been talking to people about recently, Carrie, because I come from a door-to-door sales background. So I talk to a lot of people. I hear no a lot. I hear a lot of, you know, F off and all that kind of stuff. And more recently, though, by doing the podcast, I'm hearing no's from people that I actually respect, right? So like knocking a door, like Joe Schmo tells me to F off, like I don't really care because who's that guy, right? But then I go up to somebody that I really respect and I'm like, hey, will you be on my show? And they're like, no, I don't have time. And it's like, ugh, that's like, it takes more of a toll, I guess you could say. Sure. So when you're talking to someone like Dana White and someone who you obviously you really respect and that you want to work with and you want him to respect you, how much different is hearing a no from somebody like that versus like a regular, you know, quote unquote, regular person? And then how did you handle that going forward? Oh, it just made it more fun and more challenging. I don't think of it as like, you know, somebody's a normal person, somebody's a big person, somebody's, it's like, 
now, now you have to just get more creative, Travis. You know what I mean? You've yeah. got to write a letter about why you respect them, why they should be on your show, what you guys can do for each other, whatever it takes. You just keep going after them. Be persistent. Be persistent. Keep going after them. They'll get on your show. Find somebody that you know that knows them. Hey, I want this guy on my show. What do we do? What can I do? How can you help me? Yeah. There's so many avenues, you know, and it, maybe it's just a little bit more time. Maybe you need to, you know, whatever it may be, like show them all the people that have been on. I want you on. You're going to get help people. And I know you want to help people, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, but that's a pitch you can give to people who are saying, no, you're too busy. Are you too busy to help people? Are you too busy to help my listeners that really need to hear your voice? You know, there's so many ways that you can go about things to get people to go, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. You have to make it make sense for them. Yeah, right. That's the big thing. And that's something I was talking to a guy on my show recently, Steve Sims. I don't know if you know who that is, but we're talking about creating win-win situations where you take somebody who might have a more, let's say, prestigious, quote unquote, stature, and you're making a win-win situation for them, but and for you. Obviously, it's a win situation for you to get somebody like that to, to come on your show or whatever it may be. But it's also creating a situation where they're like, all right, you know what? I could see that this is actually going to benefit me as well because people like that have to guard their time. And I think people take it too seriously when someone says no to them and they take it like really offensively. Like, you know, how dare you say no to me? You're just a jerk. And it's like, no, they're not a jerk. It's just like that guy has so many demands on his time. You have no idea how many requests that guy gets and how many like emails that girl gets and you have no idea what their schedule looks like. You just have to figure out and that's why I love your creativity in that process because you need to figure out a creative way to bust down the back door instead of walking through the front door. And I love that so much. So I'm going to ask you this question, Carrie. This is something I ask everybody that comes on the show. I'm curious to hear your answer. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? I mean, what you know is very important. You know, it's it's how you've gone through life. It's the information that you've collected. It's who you are, you know, and a part of who you are. I mean, you don't have to know a ton and be a great person. You can be kind, you can be loving, you can help and not know a whole lot. There are people like that in this world that just have this kindness going for them. But also what you know, you can share with others and help so many. Who you know can help you along that journey and help get your message out in a much broader fashion. But it's what you know, I think that is the most important. Absolutely. Who you know, great. You can know a bunch of people. You can know great people, you can know bad people, you can know famous people, you can know rich or poor people, but it's who you are and who you're affecting at that moment, I think. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? Ooh, I definitely think who you know is more important. As a matter of fact, I'll take option C and that is what you do is most important. And in particular, what you do for who you know. Hmm. And here's what I mean by that. I feel like if you have a heart of service and you know all the right people and you're being of service to those right people, then you will never want for a connection. You'll never want for a tip. You'll never want for an inside scoop. You'll never want for somebody to reach out and and help you out. You'll never want for anything. And so that combination of knowing the right people and being of great service to those people, trying to do everything you can to unselfishly help them out on their journey is really the secret to success. And tell us about a time in your life, Chris, specifically one story that you could pull out that tells us about when a connection led to a big moment of success for you. Oh gosh, I've got so many. Okay. Let's think about this. Well, how about with the people that I interview on my podcast? A lot of these are celebrity entrepreneurs and and people that I don't yet know or have not yet met, but 
because I have helped out other individuals in my life that do know these people. They are sending me guests left and right. You know, you have a podcast. You know, it's like to have to keep a good lineup of guests constantly in, in the hopper, <laughs> in the pipeline. It's tough, right? I feel so blessed that because the number one question I ask all of my friends and acquaintances is, hey, you know, what are your goals? What are you working on? How can I help you? Oh, I know a guy or, oh, I know a thing or, oh, I know a way. Because I'm always pouring into them, they make it their mission to pour in back to me. And not a day goes by where I don't get, matter of fact, confession time, I feel a little guilty. I don't respond to these emails quick enough. Like if there's any area I need to get better, it's responding to my messages and emails where friends are introducing me to these other possible guests Mm. because they're coming in by the droves. And I'm excited about that. I'm grateful for that because it saves me from having to go out and knock on these doors and try and get these people's attention when a lot of times you can't get these people's attention. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where maybe you might not even ever be able to get a hold of them or you're lost in an inbox of thousands of other people, but they get an email intro from somebody that they know to you, then obviously that's going to be a lot more effective that way. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. So with this being such an important skill set with networking, I know that's kind of a buzzword for a lot of people. They don't like that word, but whatever you want to call it, relationship building, growing your inner circle, networking, whatever you want to call it, with it being so important and so valuable, why do you think, Chris, that so many people neglect to do it? I think it's outside of their comfort zone. And this is what people will find massively interesting. Despite everything I've just said, I am a huge introvert. I mean, I keep to myself. I put the headphones in. I don't talk to the guy in the airplane seat next to me. When I walk around, I don't strike up conversations. I am a massive introvert. But my heart of service and the joy that I get from connecting other people and helping them hit their goals takes over that introvert inside of me and makes me take those actions. And so if people aren't, you know, if they know this is the secret to success, but they aren't following through with it, I really think it's because of their fear of judgment. They're afraid that if they speak up and make a bad introduction, they'll be judged. They're afraid that if they speak up and introduce themselves, someone might not like them. Hmm. They're afraid that, you know, if they speak up and say what's on their mind or share their good idea, that somebody will laugh at it. And it's that fear of judgment that really is the fear that we won't be loved enough that every single thing stems from. And so when you find yourself not taking action, You really have to ask yourself, not, oh, why am I lazy? Oh, why am I not taking action? You have to say, what am I afraid of? And whatever that answer is, say, why is that? And start peeling back those layers to find out what your real root cause is that's holding you back from making these introductions or reaching out to people. As an introvert myself, I completely second that. I would say probably for me, the biggest skill that I can improve on, and I do think that it's a skill that helps me come out of my shell more and talk to people and not care what they think is confidence. Would you agree with that? And what kind of a role has confidence played in you being able to come out and talk to whoever you want to talk to? Huge. Confidence is something that you're not given or born with, by the way. It is something that you develop. It's a muscle, no different than your biceps or your abs or something like that. And so confidence and and working on confidence and posture, and I don't just mean your physical posture. I literally mean What kind of posture do you take when you speak? What kind of posture do you take when you look someone in the eye? What kind of posture and sureness do you have when you share a point? Those things will make or break you. And if you find yourself listening to this and saying, oh, but I don't have that, 
then this is your wake up call to start practicing it. This is your wake up call to do it in a mirror, to do it on video, to do it to people that you know are non-judgmental, and quite honestly, to do it to strangers because who the hell cares what a stranger thinks about you anyways? Mm. Like take those swings. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show, I've created a totally free resource called Meet Your Hero. So if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach, you're going to want to go to travischapel.com hero to take action and start that training today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.